Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Business Wars Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. From Wondery, I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars Daily on this Tuesday, April 7th. Rarely has a company name gone from relative obscurity to seemingly total ubiquity this quickly. A month ago, the video conferencing app Zoom was fairly well known in the business world, but hardly what you'd call a household name. Previously, it was one of a handful of kind of famous video conferencing apps such as Skype, WebEx, GoToMeeting, and Microsoft Teams, for example. But now, Let's Zoom is a more and more common phrase, meaning let's hold a webinar or an online class. Founded in 2011, Zoom was designed to be first and foremost easy to use. Because its interface is so intuitive, it seemed to be the obvious choice for all those newly remote workers, students, and lonely family members and friends. As a result, Zoom uh, zoomed from supporting 10 million daily users at the end of December to 200 million users now, according to CEO Eric Yuan. That may sound like an overnight success worth celebrating, but Yuan isn't exactly happy about it. The ginormous influx of users, the majority of whom are not paying a dime, has stressed the company's infrastructure, frightened users, captured the attention of the FBI and more than half of the country's top law enforcement chiefs. Briefly, Zoom's sudden ubiquity has revealed that the software has had some security loopholes in it big enough to drive a tractor-trailer through, and hackers appear to be doing just that. The company has been the victim of so-called Zoom bombings. What's a Zoom bomb? Well, let's say you're hosting a quarantini for your best friends, and suddenly your screen is flooded with anti-Semitic, racist, or threatening language or pornographic images. You're horrified, of course. You have no idea why it's happening or how to stop it. Well, that is a Zoom bombing. Many users who are unable to regain control of their screens have just had to abort their meetings. Well, the problem became so acute that the FBI issued a warning about it last week. That warning mentioned two Zoom bombing attacks of Massachusetts high school classes. In one of them, a hacker dialed into the online classroom, shouted a profanity, and announced the teacher's home address. In another, a harasser appeared on screen sporting swastika tattoos. Yesterday, the New York Times reported that the attacks appear to be organized. Their investigation found 150 Instagram accounts and forums on Reddit and 4chan where criminals were coordinating the attacks. Twitter has also drawn its share of Zoom bombers. Reddit has closed down that forum. Twitter and Facebook, which owns Instagram, also condemned the attackers and said they were taking action to stop them. Victims are calling upon Zoom and the social media sites to better police their platforms and protect people from hate speech. Users can't help. In fact, part of the problem was that users new to the platform just didn't know how to manage the tool's security settings. The company's now changed defaults to encourage hosts to limit control of screens, employ passwords, and control who enters meetings. The company also urges hosts not to make meetings public on social media, but to share links only with those invited. Zoom bombing is bad enough. 
But unfortunately for Yuan and the company, it's far from the only problem. White Hat hackers have uncovered other security and privacy issues, including the lack of full end-to-end encryption, which Zoom at one point said that it had. Turns out its encryption isn't comprehensive enough to ensure the privacy of classified information, and that it's possible some of those meetings are being routed through servers in China. Well, Zoom now finds itself under scrutiny by attorneys general in 27 different states, the company says. Furthermore, New York City public schools have banned the service and moved their one million students onto Microsoft Teams. In response to the issues, Eric Yuan has promised full cooperation with all of the investigating AGs and shifted the focus of the company's work. For the next 90 days, engineers are focusing on fixing Zoom's security and privacy problems. The work has already begun. Last week, Zoom reported on the company blog that it had closed the loopholes that allowed hackers to control users' mics and cameras. Engineers removed tracking software said to have been sharing data with Facebook. But full encryption will take a few months. Presumably, Zoom is in hot water now because of its long emphasis on making the software easy to use at the expense of security and because of good intentions. At the start of the COVID-19 crisis, Eric Yuan, who grew up in China, wanted to help. So Zoom offered free video conferencing to all of the country's universities and colleges, along with thousands of hospitals and clinics. As the crisis worsened, Zoom extended its free platform to millions around the world. The sudden growth not only exposed its weaknesses, but drew scrutiny as well. In the last month, Yuan told the Wall Street Journal he hasn't slept more than four and a half hours a night. And he apologized, saying to the Wall Street Journal, I really messed up on security and vowing to win users' trust back. That could take a while. While some observers have lauded Yuan for publicly owning the problems, others are criticizing him and his company for not building a more secure product in the first place. So where does this leave all of us for whom Zooming is now a regular part of our days? We all need connection now for learning, work, and simply because we're social creatures, right? But be careful. Learn how to use Zoom securely if you're using it. And if you're really nervous, maybe you want to try something else, at least until the company fixes all those loopholes. From Wondery, this is Business Wars Daily. Hey, listen, if you like our show, take a second and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode. Thanks so much for listening. I'm David Brown, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Business Wars Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.